My name is Ann Bradley Thomas, and I will be facilitating praying the Psalms. Today, we will be using the lectionary psalm, which is Psalm 13. I'm at the beach this week, and the background music is the sound of the ocean that I recorded at dawn. I'd like to thank Laurel Dolan for providing the opening and closing prayers. The opening prayer comes from George McLeod, and the closing prayer is from the big book of Alcoholic Anonymous. In reflecting on why I'm participating today, a poem by Alan Sefton spoke to me. I gather myself around the memories of people I love. I'm bound by an imaginary tie that binds. People's past words speak to me and find me as reminders of love and grace akin to that above. If I should fall behind, they're there. If I am suddenly switched gears, they remain. If I attempt to drain my heart of every emotion, they offer suggestions. I wish for all seasons being the best in a sense of peaceful rest. For me, I'm participating today so that I might listen to the Psalms and find my own story in them. And also that I might find the imaginary tie we all share that binds us together in community. Reflect for a moment for yourself. Why are you participating today? Light a candle if you have one as a reminder that the light can represent the external resources you have like music, beauty, nature, and poetry that can draw you closer to God. Light a candle as a reminder that you will not get there without the internal flame of your heart that you find with stillness, meditation, and curiosity. Light the candle as a reminder that the Holy Spirit is your God and present with you with you and in you in your journey. Before reading the Psalms, center yourself in this time today. Take a deep breath, hold it briefly, and exhale, exhale through your mouth. Repeat the cycle again, but let yourself lean into the feeling and loudly exhale. Return your breath to normal and feel the weight of your body touching the earth. Let David White's words from his poem, The House of Belonging, and his TED Talk help you center into this moment in time. The illusion is I can somehow plan enough and arrange things that I will be able to see the path to the end right where, from where I'm standing, right to the horizon. But when you think about it, the only environment in which that would be true would be a flat desert empty of any other life. But even in a flat desert, the curvature of the earth would take the path away from you. So no, you see the path, then you don't, then you see it again. We have this experience of a journey, which is in all the great spiritual traditions of a pilgrimage. But just by actually standing in the ground of your life fully, not trying to abstract yourself into a strategic future that actually is just an escape from the present heartbreak. The ability to stand in the ground of your life and to look at the horizon that is pulling you, in that moment, you are the whole journey. You are the whole conversation. What you can plan is too small for you to live. You are not a troubled guest on this earth. You are not an accident amidst other accidents. What urgency calls you to your one love? What shape waits in the seed of you to grow and spread its branches against a future sky?
Today we are meditating on Psalm 13 using the Revised Standard Version, the Book of Common Prayer, Eugene Peterson's translation, which combines the authority of God's Word with the cadence and energy of conversational English, and Nan Merrill's, which was written to be a companion to the Hebrew Scripture, one age speaking with a later age, and also a chant of the psalm from the choir of Wells Cathedral. There will be two periods of silence that will be one minute in length, and the last period will be an extended silent period. Psalm 13 is a lament psalm. It is a prayer for deliverance from personal enemies. It's broken up into four parts. First, the psalmist's complaint is given special emotional force by the fourfold how long statements. Then the psalmist moves to the prayer for help. Afterwards, the psalmist declares an expression of trust before ending with a vow. For the first reading, I have interwoven the Revised Standard Version with Eugene Peterson's version. I will pause between each of the parts of the psalm, and there will be a one-minute pause at the end of the psalm. Before reading the psalm, I'll open us in prayer. Intangible, we touch you, Christ within us. With earthly eyes we see ourselves, dust of the dust, earth of the earth. But with the eye of faith, we know ourselves all girt about of eternal stuff. Our minds capable of divinity, our bodies groaning, waiting for the revealing, our souls redeemed and renewed, intangible, we touch you, Christ within us. Amen. Psalm 13. How long, O Lord, wilt thou forget me forever? How long must I bear pain in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Long enough, God, you've ignored me long enough. I've looked at the back of your head long enough, long enough. I've carried this ton of trouble, lived with a stomach full of pain. Long enough, my arrogant enemies have looked down their noses at me. Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Take a good look at me, God, my God. I want to look life in the eye so no enemy can get the best of me or laugh when I fall on my face. I have trusted in thy steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I've thrown myself headlong into your arms. I'm celebrating your rescue. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. I'm singing at the top of my lungs. I am so full of answered prayers.
The next reading will actually be the chant of the psalm, followed by one minute of silence. Be kind to yourself when you become distracted. Let the distracting thought or sensation pass without giving it energy. Do not enter into a conversation with your distracted self. Turn your focus back to God. The last reading, I've interwoven the Book of Common Prayer with Nan Merrill's version. Afterwards, we will rest in silence for six minutes. I will ring a bell halfway through. Walter Brugman, in his book, Praying the Psalm, says, The agenda and intention of the psalm is considerably at odds with the normal speech of most people, the normal speech of a stable, functioning, self-deceptive culture in which everything must be kept running young and smooth. The psalmist knows that life is dislocated. 
Thus, the complaint psalm of disorientation do their work by helping people to die completely to the old situation, the old possibility, the old false hope, the old lines of defense and pretense. To say dramatically as possible, that is all over now. It is clear that the psalm, when we freely engage ourselves with them, are indeed subversive literature. They break things loose, they disrupt and question, they open up new possibilities, they create new relationship. Most of all, they give us new eyes to see, new tongues to speak. Therefore, we do not enter the presence of the Holy One mute and immobilized. We go there to practice our vocation of receiving the new future God is speaking to us. Psalms of complaint are powerful expressions of the experience of disorientation. They express the pain, grief, dismay, and anger that life is not good. They also refuse to settle for things as they are, and so they assert hope. Notice the hope is rooted in God, not the situation. Psalm 13, the Book of Common Prayer, and Nan Merrill. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I have perplexity in my mind and grief in my heart day after day? How long shall my enemy triumph over me? How long, my beloved, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear the pain in my soul and live with sorrow all the day? How long will fear rule my life? Look upon me and answer me, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, lest I sleep in death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him, and my foes rejoice that I have fallen. Notice my heart and answer me, O my beloved. Enlighten me, lest I walk as one dead to life. Lest my ego fears say we have won the day. Lest they rejoice in their strength. But as I put my trust in your mercy, my heart is joyful because of your saving help. As I trust in your steadfast love, my heart will rejoice, for in you is freedom. I will sing to the Lord, for he has dealt with me richly. I will praise the name of the Lord Most High. I shall sing to the Beloved who has answered my prayer a thousandfold. Come, O Beloved, make your home in my heart.
ask yourself, what did you hear God saying to you in the psalm today? Where did you find God in the silence? How did you answer God? Where did you find hope? Offer up a silent prayer of thanksgiving for this time today before I close us in prayer. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may, may better do your will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will. All